0: Hi, everybody. It's good old J.R. Jim Ross, a member of multiple halls of fame and the voice of AEW Wrestling. And you're listening to Bad Medicine Podcast, and you're going to like it.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, we are once again coming to you live from the 13th floor of Nakatomi Plaza. Oh, I thought something was wrong. Nakatomi Plaza, (laughs) broadcasting from the Wayland Corporation Studios. I did that seamlessly, you like that? Overlooking the crystal clear waters of Lake Winnebago, nestled in the heart of the Fox Valley. To my far left... Somebody who doesn't think anybody should have driver's license, and that once you're over 50, you turn into a dipshit that can't drive? My tag team partner, Diamond Dave Damone. Someone
2: say 30?
1: Wow. (laughs) Maybe. To my right, (laughs) the master of statisticians, the master thespian, the master of the one-punch knockout, the answer. And to my My left... I can't wait for this one. To my left, man who claims to never need a pickup truck, yet is always texting me. (laughs) And a man who the only weasel he wants in his garden better have four legs and a tail. The Appleton (sighs) Oak, Dave Bay.
3: Uh, Quinn came over to help hot, me um, hot, hot. Uh, move a compound miter saw, a nice one. It was a good, nice one, by the way. It's Richard Phillips's saw that he bought in 2014, <laughs> brand new from Home Depot because he had to have it. Sat in the basement, new in a box for four years. Uh, when we were building my brother's uh, new castle swing set in 2018, I said, Richard... You've had the saw sitting in your basement for four years. I want to use it. I'll give it to you for a good (laughs) deal. deal. I'm like, You this thing's been sitting (laughs) in your basement for four years? You're gonna try to sell it to me? So he gave it to me for like 400 bucks. It's a really nice radial, or excuse me, I keep saying radial arm saw. That's the one my stepdad used to have compound miter. But anyhow, quid came over. He noticed my garden weasel. So at the end of my porch. Or my deck in the backyard, there's a spot where the dogs would jump off and pee, and all the grass was dead forever, right? Well, we finally got the yard fenced in. I'm like, I'm going to regrow this grass. But it was so matted down, it had to be tilled up. And I didn't want to buy a rototiller. I didn't feel like renting one. So I'm like, yeah, I'll go get one of those garden weasels. I've seen the commercials. got the teeth, and you just roll it. Rolls it. Piece of advice, coming from a relatively large individual who put a lot of muscle behind this garden weasel. (laughs) They suck, unless (laughs) your dirt is already tilled. And it's I'm just like, ah, ah, and I'm spraying it down with water, and then it gets all gunked up. And, clumpy, and then, yeah. like, it's, you know, to add insult to injury, they put like a foot pedal on it, <laughs> but you can't to roll it. You gotta do this, and the way the handle is, the handle's back here, and you can't unless you were like minute Bull, and you, you call can't yourself Mister Wisconsin?
2: No, this is
3: this <laughs> a, I've got a fair amount of tools. Nothing fancy. A lot of Ryobi stuff yep. from Home Depot because I'm a casual yep. home improvement person. Andrew, yes. So, um, yeah. so they work great for me. Colby's amazing. Um, but, man, I tell you what, the the worst, and I've had some regrettable tool purchases.
1: Yep, I think we all have. You know,
3: but the, the garden weasel is the worst. I should have gotten, like, the thing where you dig it in and then you turn it, yeah, like, almost like an turn. auger. That would have worked better. Oh, the, the golden claw. Yeah. <laughs> you should have got that? Yeah. Okay. Would have worked. Anything would have worked better than this garden weasel. Yep. Just, a, just a piece of and trash. the only reason I it.
1: saw it and noticed it, because I made the same mistake, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I said, oh, you got one of these, huh? <laughs> Piece of shit. Just junk.
3: Dave just ever, junk. You ever buy a garden weasel? Negative. Don't. Don't ever <laughs> don't. buy <laughs> it's one. Not just even just worth go that. with a rototiller. Good. Don't you know, rent one. Gonna. Borrow Good. one from the neighbor. Don't. I feel like in the eighties, everybody's neighbor. I rented neighbor. a
1: rototiller the other day, and the handle was busted on it before I even got it home. Oh, I hope
3: you had that documented. I, had so it, I didn't charge I did. you for it. I had it, it for
1: like three minutes, and I brought it back. <laughs>
3: Jesus. So anyhow, that's a, That's the lesson of today for the Bad Medicine podcast. Don't buy a garden weasel if you're actually trying to break up solid dirt.
2: Yeah, if you had clay mixed up yeah. did you road look? Did you look at this at the soil? Right. Did you feel it in your hands? Was it a little <laughs> thick like clay? Then he'd get the rototiller. All right. I I know. It wasn't
3: (laughs) potting soil. My stepdad always borrowed Ray Sweeney's. (laughs) Every every year, Richard Phillips in the spring (laughs) would go get Ray Sweeney's rototiller. Rototill the the garden. (laughs) But Richard, he'd change the oil, give it a new spark plug, grease the wheels, wax it, clean it, polish the 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 chrome. Ray Sweeney loved borrowing that rototiller to Richard because he knew it would come (laughs) back better every year than it was. Doesn't uh, have to take it in for a checkup. Uh, I got to see if any of my neighbors got one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I used a rotor tiller uh, the other day. It was, this was the rental and they gave me a good one. And uh, I forgot to put the foot, the drag foot down. So I'm using this thing, and it's going at the ground, and I'm holding this big damn thing back. And I'm like, God! I am a pretty good sized guy. I'm like, How would like a 120 pound lady do this? I'm like, Oh yeah, that foot's got to go down to hold it in the ground. But oh, anyways, enough tool talk. Let's talk about, ladies and gentlemen, the number one topic this weekend: the NFL once again.
4: Week four, four. folks gonna do a close here in a little bit. Yes. Yeah, I guess who pulled out a
3: W on the uh, comeback trail today? Who was that, Dave? Touchdown, Tommy. Now, granted, some could argue that he shouldn't be getting behind in the first place, but that's what well, Tom does. He lets, yeah. you, he he lets like, you build up he, your confidence. He likes to throw <laughs> pick sixes. <laughs> think you got a chance. <laughs> and then come back. And kick in the dick from behind when you least expect it. That through, hurts the uh, most.
1: Through what five legitimate touchdowns? I actual believe? five
3: actual, four touchdowns. actual oh, touchdowns. Four four touchdowns. Four touchdowns. Four actual well, touchdowns. Well, five, including the one to the <laughs> wrong to the, the wrong team. Four <laughs> touchdowns for Tom Brady in a win. They are what
4: now three and one. Three and one. But yeah. I, will, I will have, have to say though, they he did throw another pick six today. So Ugh, still learning the eh. the system down <laughs> there. Well, you
2: know, if you if he would have been a good quarterback, he'd have been able to tackle a guy instead of letting him run. Tom, Tom Brady, Brady. Don't, if you're you quarterback, do don't do He probably threw It's <laughs> like, oh, shit. He, he just, just let, let him run. <laughs> no, you like, you,
3: you got to imagine they tell Tom Brady, like, look, if you throw an interception and the guy's running, just let him run. It's not duck. worth it. Don't try getting hurt. <laughs> don't be the hero kicker or punter who tries just to just save don't try the to make day PSPN. and ends up getting injured.
4: Staying corrected. You were right, Quinn. Five. It was five. touchdowns. Yeah, I thought it was five.
1: Yeah, see, he threw up Bundy again. Six, including the wrong
2: guy.
4: Five well, touchdowns well, for the Tom big, Brady. The big,
2: the big <laughs> turning point was the botched punt return where he, he fumbled it and they got the ball inside the inside the 10-yard line right before halftime. So instead of going into halftime down 24-7, to 7, it was 24-14. Such a game of emotions. It, just, it, sure, it sure is. Just
4: well, you know, I, I don't know what the game plan is for Gronk. because <laughs> He came here to block. He came here to block. He, he's just being a good teammate saying that, but we all know he's a good receiver. Yeah. It's a receiving tight end. Yeah, he can block too, but I don't think he came back expecting to block a whole 16 games and I not do much that, on offense.
1: I think Gronk's been exposed when he wouldn't take that bump off the crow's (laughs) nest in NXT. I think he's been exposed as a fraud. And uh, I think everybody's gunning for him, and I think he's afraid.
3: I think it's a little disappointing so far um, when you look at the numbers for Gronkowski, given that it was such a big deal that he was coming down, being reunited with Brady. Um, how many receptions does he have
4: on the year now? I'd I'd have to look, but it's, a, it's it's he super low. Yeah, on but on you know, he's egg? got
1: he was thinking about retirement. He was already sitting on the beach having mai tais. Yeah, he wasn't lifting weights anymore. He was like, I'm gonna yeah, ease into retirement. In yeah, and then all of a sudden, like, hey. Tom calls him up, can you go again? And he's like, ah, oh, Jesus. Yeah,
3: come on, Tom. Anybody else? Come on, else? Tom. <laughs> come on for me. <laughs> Win one for the Kipper.
4: All right, Tom. I mean, he, had, he had
2: one
3: for 29 today.
4: Yeah. Well, that's not like Patriot Tom but, uh, or Tom Brady <laughs> to Gronk. But. but
2: yeah, eight for the season, eight for 59. Okay. No touchdowns. You know, speaking of. 59,
4: uh, we're in the game four. Or week done four here. with four. He's got so a, lot, he's a, lot a lot of weapons down
3: there. Yeah, he, he that's does. the thing. Is God he's God got more he hasn't people. even played the last two Okay, weeks. so here's here's a legitimate question about Gronkowski. They bring him in. Uh, sounds like he could pay for a pretty uh, solid decoy role. Think well, about that.
2: On the first touchdown, that's what it was. Him and O.J. Howard were both decoys, and then they had Cameron Braid kind of do a little... Because the second inside, these yeah.
3: teams start thinking Gronkowski is playing a decoy, that's when they're going to nail you with him. Mm-hmm. You know, and having those players—I mean, that was the big thing about the Packers receiving core back in the day. Who are you who are you going to who yeah, are you going to double team? Who mm-hmm. you going to double team? You yeah. you can't double team all of us, and you're going to leave one of our guys in single coverage. He's going to get open. So yep. at this point. Um, I haven't had a chance to pay too close of attention to how they're using Gronkowski, but it's clear that his numbers are low. You're not missing much, Um, clearly. But (laughs) uh, but they're still three and one. So at the end of the day, if they're getting wins and the fact that Gronkowski is on the field means that other guys have a higher likelihood of getting open,
4: then he's doing his job. Mm -hmm. I will say, uh, Bruce Arians might be kind of, you know, saving Gronk for later in the season, too. So this could be something that we just don't know about, obviously, because we're we're here and they're there, but, but casual, casual fans, very casual, casual, casual Tampa fans. Bay we're Bucks. Not ca- yeah. We're not
2: casual coaches,
1: but yeah. <laughs> casual. Coach it, we're
4: casual armchair coaches. That's
1: right. Well, you know, speaking of disappointments, how about them Cowboys? <laughs> them boys. Yeah. Oh, Good, Dallas! Did you watch the game? You still them boys.
4: Did you yeah. watch the game?
1: I watched enough of it. <laughs> Dallas fans. <laughs> oh, you guys are going to be living through the disappointment we Packer fans have had to live through for years. Vintage Mike McCarthy not able to close out a game. The defense collapses, give up the big play to Odell, and it's all she wrote. The boys uh, are one in four. Mike McCarthy They're one in three. The, three. They'll be, be one in four yeah. next <laughs> week. McCarthy
3: <laughs> wrote the book on let's get a lead and then blow it. Oh. <laughs> we'll, we'll go. We'll play prevent. I, I feel like there's so many NFL teams, but I felt like Mike McCarthy was a just a, he was a, a master <laughs> at playing the prevent defense, and even in the first quarter. Yeah. Only okay, they've only got two minutes. Guess the I formation. If we too. only give up forty yards a play, we could still hold on to the win. Yeah. No.
1: No, no, that's, that's this, not, that's that's not, gonna not how that's, that's going to work. work. And poor Dak throws his arm off. I mean, 500 yards, four touchdowns, but old vintage Mike just lets him down in the end, like I always. I mean, if
3: you're a quarterback throwing for 500 yards and still coming out with an owl, and that's, that's like Tom Brady in the
2: Super Bowl, lost to, lost to Baker who threw for 165.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you know, to the Browns though, granted they are. I think they are a little bit more talented than what Dallas is clearly. But uh, the Browns came out uh, pretty hot and heavy Browns, right, away. right away, and you know, the they were kind of allowing they were kind of allowing Dallas to get back in. But then, of course, they put the you know brakes mm-hmm. on Dallas, and they kind of Odell and the guys just kind of did their thing. So, with you guys being Packer fans, of course, when Mike was there, what do you do? You guys think for real though that this is the same? Mike McCarthy, now after he took time off and said he was going to be Mr. (laughs) Analytics' new playbook. Is it it the same stuff that you see? Dave, that's like me saying,
1: I'm going to take a little time off and learn how to become a bridge engineer in a summer. All right. And this is a guy. No, he documented, yeah, documented low football IQ, okay? <laughs> He'd be out there running the wing tee if he could, all right? All right, right guys. guys. We're
2: going to run the wishbone. And let's see what happens. Hey, the
1: wishbone kicks ass. It Don't does. you knock it. it. Does. <laughs> but
4: we he's, ran not it d- he's technically no. not running the defense. No,
1: well, see, here's the Mike problem. Nolan. Yeah, but his, his influence is still there. And, and here's the problem that I have. Whenever... Somebody's coach gets fired. How many years did we hear? Oh, they need to bring in Gruden. Ooh, they need to bring in uh, what's his name from the Steelers, who's got the the coward. They need to bring in all these old retreads. Joe Joe Gibbs, when he came
2: back, Tony Dungy. The the years Dungy. Dungy is always rumored in
1: the years in the NFL of firing your head coach and bringing in some retread coach who's been around or maybe been out of the game for a year or three. I just don't think it's the answer. Clearly, the answer is going with younger guys who. Uh, gel better with the players and know the offenses like a LeFleur for Green Bay, for example, thirteen to three first Suck season. No big Fleur. deal. I just think <laughs> that that's Mr. the Graham way to go. <laughs> I think these these old guys just aren't. And you say old, a guy like Mike McCarthy, but I just don't think they're the answer.
3: Uh, yeah. I, uh, you know, obviously McCarthy takes the Packers to a Super Bowl in two thousand ten. Rodgers. <laughs> right, that uh, was Rodgers. Shut up, Mike! Of the I best, got this. One of the best receiving cores in yeah. NFL history. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll fight over that. That that's one of it the best work. receiving cores yeah. in defense. NFL history. Yeah. Okay, um, but. McCarthy had a pretty rough stretch there, even though, you know, they made the playoffs a handful of years. It just wasn't, you know, when you have quarterbacks like Aaron and, you know, wins aren't materializing like they should.
1: You're guaranteed the playoffs.
3: Right. So it's like, oh, we made the playoffs. Yeah, you have Aaron Rodgers. Congratulations. Way to go. you, You know, how many rings do you have with him? One after that many years. And I agree with you. Like, what are the Cowboys looking at with Mike McCarthy? Like, uh, do they interview him in their first question? <laughs> you got, you got to imagine. Like, no, when the Cowboys are interviewing Mike McCarthy, Jerry Jones. the Jerry Jones brings him in, sits him down, and says. <laughs> So why don't you tell us about what happened in Green Bay? <laughs> you know, <laughs> how like, did you manage the that? The first question <laughs> is like, okay, we're interested in you, but we want to know what happened yeah. in Green Bay because we don't have an Aaron Rodgers. We don't have, you know, the receiving core that you had for a number of years with him beyond 2010. Mm-hmm. We want to know how you're going to take the players we have and do better than you did in Green Bay. With the players you had there.
2: Absolutely. Actually, his first
3: question. Go. Actually, his first question was Hey, can I see
2: that ring you won in my stadium a few years ago? (laughs) Brutal. (laughs) Oh, that looks so amazing. All right, let's get some ribs going now. Can can you win in here like I can never beat you in this stadium? (laughs) Because he's 0 for there. Yeah, I mean, uh, Dallas. I just, you know, you wonder how (laughs) long.
1: How long are they going to ride Mike McCarthy's, you know, how long are they going to let this happen with all the up-and-coming coaches that are in the college game right now? I just, I don't understand why you're going back to these retreads. All the young stars in college football that are revolutionizing the game, from from what I hear as a casual fan, casual fan, the NFL is looking to the college game for all their new ideas, their new offenses, their ways to do things. That's where they're getting all their ideas, so... I don't know what uh, Mr. Wing T is going to teach you down in <laughs> Dallas. but... Mr. Wing T, <laughs> Best of you luck still damn t- boys?
4: Well, st- clearly the Dallas defense is just god awful. Uh, the, the, de- uh, the offense can put up easily almost oh, yeah, 40 points a game. Look at Cooper today. 12 but if for 14, 2 touchdowns. Is, right, if the defense is just going to keep allowing, you know, fast starts like they have been and then Where expect. Where have I seen that before? Where oh, have yeah. you seen that before? Green Bay.
1: <laughs>
2: Green Bay.
4: <laughs> Next week they got the Giants, which is a should divisional win, opponent. Which I'll ask you guys something about win that win a little that. later. But yeah, is McCarthy calling the plays down in Dallas? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm well, sure. Well, no, is. Kellen Moore is technically yeah, the offense coordinator, but, but halfback re- dive. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go fullback <laughs> stretch. <laughs> halfback dive. <diving. laughs>
2: Seven <laughs> yard deep
3: handoff. Split
1: right two. <laughs> That's it? <laughs> that's yep, that's it. Power
3: I. <laughs> Run maybe right. Who was it? The old the old running back for the Packers. Uh LaShawn. Um.
1: Yeah, LaShawn Johnson. LaShawn Tra- Johnson, Lushan, Johnson, Johnson. Johnson. LaShawn Johnson, yeah.
3: like the fastest dude on the team, but he couldn't remember the playbook, so they just said, okay, run to the right, run <laughs> to the left. <laughs>
1: that's because he had a pet tiger. Before right, a tiger right run to the right cool. on
3: the outside, run to the right, right next to the center. Like they had to, like, that's, of course, these are rumors, but that's what I was told My is they that. had to tell him to, like, Run, like, well, I knew some, some people who played college ball with some people on the Packers, so they said, yeah, he's, he's obnoxiously fast, but, like, they have to tell him <laughs> you're going to run the center off his hip. Like, they couldn't just, just give him the ball and run real yeah, fast. Yeah, I don't
1: think you see that much anymore. I think the uh, I think they've kind of weeded that out in the college game a little bit. Well, I
2: don't know. Trent Richardson was, like, a top-five pick. And remember, they <laughs> my favorite is a pitcher. They show the hole where it is, and he's over
4: here running into Like, the <laughs> <Yeah>. lineman. <alignment. laughs> the guard's back. It was, like, a mile-wide gap. Yeah, it was just <laughs>
2: huge. Just huge. Uh,
1: you know, oops, he just I,
4: had so many holes at Alabama to be able to run through. You know, Quinn, i got to circle back to your boy again, Joe Burrow. Just... I swear, if that guy gets more talent around him on the Bengals, dude be could be a superstar. I mean, he just yeah. set a rookie record: uh, 300 straight games of 300 or three <laughs> games, <laughs> three three games for 300 yards or more passing. Yeah, and, and that's a rookie record. And you very rarely see that as rookies because there's always the talk
1: of getting up to speed to the pro game, et cetera, et cetera. And let's be honest, he's doing it with the Bengals.
4: Yeah, the bungles the bungles whose defense is. Atrocious. Joe Mixon can be good when he wants to be. It seems like, and then AJ Green, he did have a big three touchdown game today. And then AJ Green, God, that guy just is not staying healthy anymore. (laughs) It's unfortunate (laughs) because Joe could probably use him. Hey,
2: what what did we talk about like a a while ago about Michael Thomas getting that big contract? You know, is it worth it to sign a wide receiver? And look at he got hurt, and AJ Green was right there in front of us, like always getting hurt. Julio might not even play tomorrow night, or Ridley, or Ridley. And you know, so,
1: yeah, that goes back to how much money do you want to tie up in one guy? When you know the Packers, I'll use Aaron Jones as an example. Who was Aaron Jones before the Packers drafted him, and he became a superstar? Nobody knew who this guy was coming out of college. It went to UTEP. It wasn't hyped up, you know. UTEP. Yep. So it's you know it just goes UTEP to show that pioneer. Either you have the next guy up mentality, or you pay the superstars mm-hmm. and and hope that you can get your run out of them and and get your ring out of them and and away you go. But. Um, you know, not a ton of surprises this week in the league. You know, we saw the Saints uh, get back on track. They took care of their business. You know, what do you mean Drew Brees? back on track. The that Saints off track. Well, losing it, to they the they Packers. played Detroit, but still, yeah.
4: Detroit was up uh, two scores, nothing. Yeah, and then they came back. Yeah. I mean, the Saints aren't that bad. I know the Packers it's, it's, scored more, but they were right there with them. And, and if it wasn't for Taysom Drew. Hill, yeah, as yeah. long as you got Drew and Thomas. He'll be back. When he comes back, I feel like that's when the Saints are really mm-hmm. going to be rolling again. Because mm-hmm. Thomas actually frees up a lot of those guys. Yeah. But it it does. you only have Kamura and uh, uh, number 10, I can't remember his name today, for the oh, Saints. Was that Swain? Uh Swain. He came out and played a little bit, but. Uh, yeah, played the Saints, ball. Yeah. yeah. He, it, it's clear that Breeze does need Thomas back. Yeah. Because he's a major, major piece. He and I know we stars. talked about his contract before, but he's one of those guys that you do pay, so he's there for the next. Couple years,
1: yeah. and I mean, and you can work without your superstars for maybe a game or two if you're playing some cupcakes. Mm -hmm. But come when you're playing the big teams, you need all your superstars. You need them healthy. And how many years have we seen where the the healthiest team is the team that makes a run? You know, the guys who don't get hurt. So all
2: the Packers when they won the Super Bowl had 22 players on injured reserve. (laughs) But that's
1: but no, they caught some
4: fire at the end there. They did.
1: did. I wanted to go around the table with you guys to see if there's any teams you think. Now here we are. Basically four weeks in here. First quarter of the season. Yep. Mm-hmm. Is there any teams out there you see are just kind of waiting in the weeds, waiting, ready to strike <laughs> and make their, make their moment?
4: Well, I want to say Baltimore... Well, well, let me go with, the in the weeds, go with the homer pick. I'll go with the homer pick. Here, I do believe the Bears are going to make some sort of run. <laughs> yeah, I just, just don't know <laughs> how much.
2: Well, because well, because to go with like your team that was waiting in the weeds, they're playing. To, you know, yep. today the Colts and the Bears; those are two teams that could be easily late, waiting in the weeds.
4: The Colts <laughs> has the number one defense. Bears,
2: right now. They just stay
4: what's there. The score of that right game, now anyway. it's 13-3, three. <laughs> two minutes left in the third. Oh,
2: big Dick Nick with that offense. Just a homer. This is the number one
4: defense defense, though, that they're going against, like, compared to the three previous teams where they were just puffs. <laughs> so
1: Puffs. That's, you can't use that slang on the
4: Bad Medicine podcast. I will do the homer pick and say, I do believe <laughs> the Bears because it it's going to come down to Green Bay and Chicago at the end of the year. So
1: I, I think the... Um, Now, this isn't just to to give you a hard time, Dave, but I think the Bears are going to have a colossal (laughs) nosedive the second half of the season, and the Vikings are going to come back and take the, uh, the Bears' spot.
4: You're, you're saying the
1: Vikings? I'm saying, Mr. You Like That Himself, Kurt Cousins.
3: Wow. is going to be happy about they're, that prediction. They're going to usurp so, the Bears so as we'll, uh, the number two test team. this team guy. we will ask him about we will ask him about We'll ask him about we it. Well, they're still only going to have, like,
1: nine wins. We're getting all you know, the packs 14 and 2. But <laughs>
4: We're up to 14 and 2 <laughs> Hey, are you stamping that with the cigar? Where is my Shut victory up cigar? Shut hey, right up, Dave. Oh. No, we need that and jinx. And the other
1: thing, they're going to have, like, hardly zero injuries of any impact this year too. book it. Oh, he gets so much
4: on me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Andrew's
1: thinking but, right now. But, <laughs> but uh, no, so you were thinking who you're thinking, uh, Colts? Oh, well, like I was
2: saying, the Colts and bears is a good example of like, it could be one of those yeah, two teams. Otherwise teams. I'm still going with,
1: uh, the Rams
2: who, who have, yeah, you think solid. they got to get pick. it
1: together sooner or later. You know, they're going to start throwing up some
4: points. Dave. Uh, diamond Dave. Well, we didn't even hear Bay. Oh, Thanks, guys.
2: <clears throat> fuck on, <laughs> babe. Hey, what the fuck is wrong with that guy? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah
3: babe, do Cameron. you have an opinion? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I know this sounds because they're they're winning, but I'm I'm waiting for Tampa Bay to really step up and start lighting it up. I mean like big time. I mean obviously five touchdowns is lighting it up, but you know, does it come from behind I'm waiting for things to really start clicking with Tom Brady and his receivers and their offense there down in Florida. And I'm waiting for that team to really just light things up. Because I think they can. He's got a talented group of receivers, which I mean, realistically, in, in all his years in New England, Andrew, how many real superstar receivers did Tom Brady have to throw to?
2: Randy Moss, Wes Walker, then they brought in... At they, oh, Wes They Welker. had Josh Gordon for a couple... Josh, for a while. Well, let's and be it, Amendola was let's just, solid. Let's right.
3: Solid, they, solid, and solid. Yeah. But, there but he always
2: liked the squirrely little guys that are... That he always the middle had and then the squirrely little guys and to and throw Rob, to. And Rob Gronkowski and had was Grunk. an all-pro. But I'm saying, I Aaron think... And think he
3: did what he did. Oh, Jesus. Um, actually, that goes with a gun. Um, <laughs> boom! Shooter. But um, but no, I just I just think that um, that being in a one s- same system for 20 years and then you know going down into we're working with a new coach. I mean, think about that. The same coach for
4: you know almost yeah.
3: 20 years, and then all of a sudden you've got a new coach, a new offense, new players that you're trying to get in in mm-hmm. in sync with, and you're still winning. Um, but I'm waiting for them to win the way that
4: uh, we all want to see Tom Brady win, or at least the way I want to see Tom Brady win. So, question I know all, like, all the, the big wigs, like ESPN and all those guys, are saying Cam Newton and the Patriots, they're, they're going to be right there. If they beat, which is a, a big if, if they beat Kansas tomorrow, do you guys consider they'll be contenders? tough
2: without having Cam Newton playing?
4: <laughs> if they beat Kansas with Brian Hoyer, and then get Cam it back. can be done. Is that Billy Joe's brother? <laughs> what kind of if is this? <laughs>
3: if New England beats Kansas City with Hoyer, come that, on, dude. That's,
4: I'm just saying, Cam Newton, we've then seen you got Brian things. Hoyer. Hey, come on.
1: Have
3: you seen some
1: weaknesses here's in a Kansas Bears, City's here's uh, a game that, that you're thinking they got a chance, or what?
4: I don't think uh, New England has a chance with Brian Hoyer. They do have somewhat of a chance with Cam Newton, but... You can't. I don't see them Ready. stopping Patty Mahomes right now. Patty is just way too I'm on fire fired. to let. New England I'm gonna throw beat him. a fadeaway right on a dime. I'm with <laughs> his eyes shut too.
2: Well, just yeah, yeah that's just, all he's going
4: to do. Ju- he's just, just going to toy with just, New England defense. Just last
2: weekend with watching such great quarterback play, but on Sunday night with Aaron Rodgers and then on Monday night with Mahomes, it was just amazing to watch. <laughs> oh, it's I the two best quarterbacks in the I don't game. Know sorry, how, sorry Russell, you're up there too. <laughs>
1: I don't know how people watch NFL football with subpar quarterbacks. <laughs> it's like it's the most boring thing on planet. You're about
4: Earth. to find out in Port- three years. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. <laughs> <Hey>, uh, <laughs> oh hey, uh, Ben three Dave years. will be
2: like, welcome <laughs> to Ben. Look who's right! I'm sure
3: after can you imagine like yeah, the Bears fans, like, yeah, you just wait till Favre <laughs> retires. Just you wait, like, <laughs> years, seventeen years of a Hall of Fame quarterback. It wasn't you wait, even like that. Wait until he retires, then you get stuck with whoever you're going to get stuck with. <laughs> oh, we're just it was never again. like that, but now Oops. that the,
4: Rogers is done, what now he's that done, it's right? been it's like, just, years. Wait. <laughs> just wait. You just wait. We've had two quarterbacks in <laughs> thirty been years. James saying just wait since he's been five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's no secret that we point. record Sunday evenings. Yep. So with the Packer mm-hmm. game being Monday night, this like it's kind of like a doubleheader double now. Yep. Um, yep. Later in the night, around eight o'clock central, I want to hear your guys' prediction since they're going up against one of the worst teams in the NFL, Packers versus Atlanta. I just want to hear the scores that you guys are going to predict.
2: <laughs> Packers, I, I would gotta say it's going to be like forty-five to like twenty-one.
1: Oh, they're playing Atlanta? Fifty.
2: <laughs> Fifty, <laughs> that's hey, it? Fifty they, they're zero? 30, they're thirty-second in <laughs> points per game and thirty-first in yards <laughs> allowed per game. That's Atlanta's defense, folks. Uh I'm going with
4: forty-nine to six. I'm saying if they don't put up fifty against Atlanta. <laughs> what is well, wrong with the Green Bay Packers? Well, well, Dissension time. Well, I said that they could definitely that they could put that up in the fourth quarter.
1: Like I'm that's saying, when
2: Atlanta I'm, puts up, lets the points get put up.
1: Oh, and my team uh, waiting in the weeds, I'm gonna go with uh, Joel Burrow and the Bungles as my team that I think hey. could give somebody some trouble later on as they're maybe trying to oh, look past. Okay,
2: them. I get yeah. okay, I get you with that point. You know? Okay.
3: All right. Well, a lot of good talk on the NFL, but uh, nobody wants to hear what we think, Dave and Quinn. People want to hear what our main man, oh, Andrew, oh, the, answer thing, the answer thinks. It is time for once again, this
4: week's power rankings. Let's hear it, Andrew. God damn it. Give us some energy, Andrew. Ric Flair All back right. in the 80s. No pressure. All
2: right. So at the back. Madison Podcast. All right, no, easy. here comes oh, the answers. Easy, easy.
4: easy.
2: <laughs> the answers, power rankings number five. Sticking again is your Buffalo Bills, my, my, my favorite team in the AFC from back when I was a kid. Uh, and the big reason why is Josh Allen. Um, Raiders are giving him a little bit of guff right, or a little bit of, you know, Business right now, but otherwise he's been spot on this year. Like as we as we already said, through three games he already had half as many touchdown passes as last year, and a third of the passing yards that he had last year.
1: And they're up twenty three sixteen on the Raiders so, as we're
2: recording. And they're gonna they're just really really good. Anybody they'd be any better minutes? with the From, but that's just me.
4: Josh Allen, dude. He comes out. He went into the locker room, came back out, and is still tearing it up.
1: Mm hmm.
2: Yeah. Next, <laughs> number 4 is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ah. Now, they moved up ever since I mean the big reason is, you know, they got Big Ben back so they actually have an actual quarterback that can play. So they're able to move the ball as well. Guy. They have a complete team, complete defense. Are they playing the late game tonight?
4: Nope. No. So they
2: got this uh,
4: the Steelers got, got pushed, pushed back. back.
2: <laughs> Oh, because, because of Tennessee. They, can, they Tennessee. can't even show up. Yeah, well, it's and it's Tennessee, which that's a that's a pretty big game for early on in the yeah. season. Which now is going to get pushed back because it was a battle of three and oh's. Mm. That would have been a really good game, especially seeing Pittsburgh's defense try to stop Derrick Henry, which it seems like nobody can.
1: Yeah, Then it's we just can't. Who's going to get the ball? Gee, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe the, the the big monster in the backfield. So looks angry. I, I will challenge
4: you if since the Rams won today. Would they take a four spot just in case now that the Steelers got postponed? Yeah, I could see that. I mean, granted, it was they took on a, a JV squad known as the New York Giants. But... Or I guess if the Colts end up beating the Bears, then maybe they ooh they they could make some noise too.
2: Mm-hmm. Philip Rivers. So then, in our number three spot is Russell Muscle Wilson and his Seattle Seahawks four and o oh. four and oh. Russell Wilson ties the record for most touchdown passes through four games with Peyton Manning. Gosh. How many? Uh, he had what he had 14 going into today. Yeah. Jeez. So he had 14 for three weeks, which was the record.
1: You know, That's no, just and the, the Seahawks are such, as any Packer fan will tell you, the Seahawks are such a frustrating team to play because it'll be first down, shut them down, second down, incomplete pass, third. It's like third and long. Oh, look, there's Wilson going and running for 15, yeah. you know, or hitting a. You know, a beautiful pass on the
2: fly. Oh, just, yeah. He he throws a lovely, you know, like, so much talent. There's always a lovely, lovely deep ball. He throws a lovely deep ball. It just drops in there. You know, almost. It's, as,
1: yeah, it's so frustrating.
2: But. I mean, he only threw for 360 today and only had two touchdowns. But, well, you know. you know, Pete Carroll's cheating somehow. <laughs> They're pumping in even more noise. You know, noise.
1: why do they always give the Patriots such a hard time when they got Pete Carroll on their team? The USC had... didn't they have to, like, give
2: back all their. Uh, that was uh, the boosters. Pete it was Carroll had nothing bullshit. Oh, I don't If know you that. ask Pete Carroll. All okay. right, anyway, number sorry. two, your favorite team and mine, the Green Bay Packers. Whoa. Number two. Oh, whoa. Still whoa. not giving up number so, one.
4: Yeah. Well, why don't you
3: explain your, yeah, yourself ex- ex- there, Andrew? Ex- number two. Explain it to him.
2: Well, until today where the Vikings finally won, They had t- and the Lions only had one win, they didn't have that big a competition, but they... They overwhelmingly beat the Saints. It took the one turnover that that's what, how the game was going to go. is It was, was going to be based on one turnover. Whoever got the turnover, that was going to decide the game. Well, you know. You were there. You I watched was, it with me. I was there. We knew it, it. You were there. And then the defense came up it. big with a three and out, and then we just you know went right down the field and scored, and then that was the <laughs> end of the game.
1: Hey, third and short, what do we need? <laughs> Seven-yard deep handoff.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Favorite play. But the reason why then, too, is – my number one pick, unless we want to discuss a little bit more Green Bay, yet. Nah. why you? Two? Good. Right, we know then. they're awesome. Then so number one is Kansas City because of, of the total dismantling that they did of the Ravens. The Ravens came out hot that first drive. You expected <sighs> that's what they're going to do. Just the RPOs all the way down. They got held to a field goal, and you can't you can't get two points when you need when you're facing the Warriors because they're always hitting threes. So you need to match them with touchdowns, and they weren't able mm-hmm. to match them. And Kansas City just tore off on him and Mahomes was just dropping dimes So all night.
1: Baltimore falls out of your top five. You know, somebody here on the podcast said Baltimore there's, was there's terribly six.
2: overrated.
1: There's six.
3: Right Who was it? that? Oh, They're six. six. You have a secret top ten that we don't know. <laughs> no.
4: So real quick here, now with the Packers playing, if they lose, are they going to drop out of your number two spot? Yeah, they would probably drop down <laughs> to they like 5. If Atlanta. <laughs> yeah.
3: if they can't beat Atlanta, they don't deserve to be in it. But uh If can
4: on one second, if Kansas loses against a 2-1 New England with no Cam, do they fall out of your number 1 spot? Oh, they yeah, they'll fall out of the number so 1 spot. So then who would take then. your number 1 then if those two teams. If those two lost, they'd I would be Seattle. I mean, yeah. Seattle's got to move yeah. up. So Se- we got
2: Seattle's got an amazing offense <laughs> with Atrocious defense. It no always, more Legion of Boom there. It
1: always throws me off how Dave always says Kansas. Kansas. Uh, I'm like, Kansas City.
3: Look who we got calling yeah. in. Call him in. Oh, we, got, God, we, real quick. we got
4: him calling in. Hey, right,
3: Dobber, you're live. How you doing? <laughs> I'll fix it in post.
4: Good, how you doing? Good, good. No, uh, Dave, well, go ahead, Dave. Hold on, Nick, before you start talking there. So <laughs> I do disagree with your number four because since the Steelers can't play, I do think the Rams... Yeah. Or Baltimore should be back in that number oh, four spot, folks. Okay. Mr. Right, Quinn says Baltimore's oh, overrated. They should it. be back on the it. number four team because they wiped the
3: floor with Washington. Dobra, you're joining in on some uh, controversy, a little bit of uh, arguments here Just at like the Bad the Power Rankings today over Andrew's week uh, five power rankings. It's all <laughs> hey, dismay. Hey, what would you
0: call a basement for of Bales
4: fan's? I don't know. What's tell us, that? tell us, a Nick.
3: A
1: wine cellar. That's as good as the two dollar tuxedo <laughs> oh, we had a last knee week. All
3: right, Dalbert, we're gonna roll right into it. Andrews power rankings for week five. Fifth place spot was the Buffalo Bills. All I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna roll through all of them. Fourth place we had the, the Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers, new to the list. Shouldn't be on there. Third place. Seahawks. The Seattle Seahawks, second place. Packers. The Green Bay Packers and number one in the answers power rankings for week five, the Kansas City Chiefs. What say you, Dobber? All right. I
0: am in perfect harmony with Andrew as far as the Chiefs
4: and Packers, number one and two. Okay. What
3: about Tampa Bay? <laughs> My number three pick. <laughs> the Buffalo Bills. Whoa.
4: Oh, the... you got him as number three, huh? I like because that. nobody. The wagons
3: like the buffalo bills. <laughs> I will say
4: that. I kind of agree with them on is that. Is this from starting or what? uh oh he's my God. Uh, you are hung up on
3: from. Uh, yeah, yeah. Quinn wants Cause, Quinn cause wants from out Josh Allen
2: wins an MVP. you <laughs> like, should put Fromm. So
3: you so you're putting Buffalo ahead of the Pittsburgh Steelers and ahead of the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, I like Buffalo's defense a
0: little bit better than Pit, uh,
3: Seattle's. All right, what do you feel about Seattle and uh, and much. Pittsburgh still being in the top 5?
0: Um, I'm going to replace Jeez. Pittsburgh. Hang on. Okay, <laughs> she had a bubble
4: fall. Fucking bears. Um, uh, you know
0: what? I'll say
3: Baltimore in the top five. Oh, So you're going to keep Baltimore in yeah. the top five Thank even you. after the routing by Kansas City. Uh, Dave agrees with you. Dave I mean, feels like Baltimore should still be in the top it. five. Can I say something about Quinn real quick? No. Uh-oh. Yeah, you can. Quinn? I have a severe bone to pick with you. Oh, you do? Here we go. How's when that? You
1: have, when
0: you say Mike McCarty has a little football knowledge, a little football IQ, you are giving him
2: way too much credit. <laughs> just he think... has no football IQ. <laughs> Gee, why do you say <laughs> that?
3: Uh, zero. It's non-existent. Huh? is
2: coming from a Vikings fan <laughs> that beat him time after time after time? Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that was all Rodgers. Everybody knows that. Yeah, it was all Rodgers. I mean, <laughs> McCarthy is falling
2: on his face in Dallas. Derek Jones needs to go. Oh, George he's is never gone.
1: As a general manager. Making how, that hire. How long do you think Dallas is going to hang on to McCarthy before they dump him? Two years. Two years is it, huh? Yeah, they. I, I, I only uh-huh.
0: say two years. Years they gave Jason yeah. Garrett like a hundred years. I don't even know. Do that. Don't
2: really know. <laughs> well, Jason come Garrett on, he had he let Jason Garrett run that team for so person. long, on, where they where they yeah. lost yeah. the division yeah. on the last week to all three other NFC East yes. teams. So uh, they, and and um yeah, that
0: defense couldn't even stop Clearville High School today. <laughs> <laughs> granted, granted Cleveland is really, I love Cleveland's offense.
1: Well, it, it is exciting. I'll give you that. But at the end of the day, it is still the Browns. And Dallas should have been able to take care of business.
2: Yeah? Yeah. <laughs>
3: Is run in Cleveland? There, uh, this is, could be a show in and of itself. Yeah, that, that it, will dude, be. just
2: watch Cleveland 95, and you'll see that Belichick was having that team on its way up. They had won a playoff game the year before beating Bill Parcells, so they were on their way up until Art Modell was like, oh, we're moving. We're going to move to Baltimore. Hey, Dobber, the one thing
1: that I did want to uh, kind of give you some hope as a Vikings fan is that the Vikings are my pick to usurp the Bears because you know the Bears are going to fall flat on their face just like they're doing tonight and the Vikings oh geez sorry and the Vikings <laughs> are going to be second place in the division miles behind the Packers but still second place so I mean you know runner up trophy for you anyway
0: well I've been hearing all, all kinds of talk this week about the Vikings
1: people wanting
0: the Vikings to flop for uh,
1: tank for travel or whatever oh Trevor um, Lawrence he's awesome he is. I love him.
0: Sunshine. I love watching Clemson play football. But the thing is, they got too much talent on that
1: team to, to tank if it. If
0: you're not get the number one pick, you're looking at beating out the Jets, who are probably
2: going to win one game this year. Or the Giants. Or yeah. the Giants. Yep. Um, All
3: right, Dobber. Well, that's going to wrap it up for our NFL talk for this week. As always, we appreciate you joining in, and we will talk next week as usual. Say hi to the family and uh, stay out of trouble. We'll holler at you oh, later, okay? You. Say hi to my sister. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, Caitlin, how are, how are you? Are you alive? <laughs> All right, we're gonna get running, Nick. You have a good one. All right, bud. All right, you All guys right. Have a good night. Thank,
2: thank her for the input on. <laughs> thank her for the input about. <laughs> what about Tampa Bay? <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was good.
1: Oh. Hey, oh. Yo, in, in other uh, football news, real quick, uh, Big Ten's coming back. We are gonna have. From what I understand, a full season of college football. So, well, a full
2: array of teams. Yeah.
1: So, there's going to be your real excitement. If you're, you know, one of these, if you live in a city and your NFL team isn't very good, like Chicago, or you don't have a quarterback or something like that check out some college football you'll be well, pleasantly the fighting surprised is
2: better <laughs>
1: illinois Wait, Illinois. I'm so, you can go out of state you don't yeah. have to be married do they, they we'll usually
4: get, they usually drift we'll get, over to we'll uh, get uh, Notre Dame. real thoughts on the badgers when it comes towards the end of the season oh. and how they bring you up here and just every let you down year. every single time oh, folks.
1: they are right up there with ah oh boy the bears in terms of like letdowns for a generation mm, but, probably double. but yeah you know gonna be exciting uh football's back we'll get to see some of the superstars. They're going to be playing in the NFL next year. A lot of guys out there to uh, to choose from. Clemson seems to have two or three of them
4: anyway. Trevor, don't go to the Jets. Do oh. not go to the Jets, Trevor. Stay don't one more year at Clemson. Yeah. <laughs> <Stay> <laughs> take a, take year. a
2: red shirt at fresh <laughs> <laughs>
4: Clemson. Well, he's only
1: a junior now, so yeah. if he doesn't like the way things are shaping up,
4: the Could. Jets are well on their way to taking that first pick. So stay another year, Trevor. Yeah, just, no, Sam Darnold this,
1: is just not the answer. They'll screw up and, like, take a tight end or something. Uh,
3: <laughs> who knows? So, they can take a tackle. Uh, speaking of uh, football coming back in October, oh, I thought we were going to roll into the craziness going on over in the UK at, Pound, oh, yeah, at, at Poundland. Yeah. You ever, you ever heard pound of Poundland? I've heard of Pound, pound town, town, but no. I haven't been there lately. Poundland. I <laughs> wonder so, why. You know, oh, when? You know how in the... <laughs> the insider jokes Jesus. on that
4: one, folks.
3: <laughs> so you know how in the United States we have our Dollar General, our family dollar stores, <laughs> oh, things do. of that, just the, the dollar store? Uh, well, uh, over in the UK, they have their version <laughs> of the Dollar General, and it is called... Pound land. <laughs> um, Utah. Now, as you know <laughs> me the pound being their uh, their monetary unit. Mm-hmm. Um, Poundland is their version of the dollar store. Now, I was over in the UK uh, last April, uh, and when I saw Poundland, I started laughing hysterically <laughs> because I am a child. Um, my good friend Ian um, from Two Bros Productions, or Two Bros Pros Productions, was uh, driving me around um, when I was there for an event. Um, so I am familiar with Poundland. Uh, <laughs> I can't even say it. Poundland. Such a child. Anyhow, <laughs> it is October, <laughs> and they started selling... Ouija boards, okay? Uh, well, apparently, a member of the um, True Paranormal Events UK named Paul Marsters is a little in a tiffy Ooh. over the fact that a dollar store, Poundland, is selling Ouija boards. He has, according to the Daily Mirror, warned that deadly demons could be released by the one-pound Ouija boards if they are in the hands of anyone but mediums, or anyone but the hands of mediums. And so untrained adults and kids should not be allowed to use them because they can release deadly demons. He said Ouija boards are most certainly not a toy and should not be available for kids to buy in pound shops or Halloween. Never mind adults that are not trained in how to use them, and it does not matter if they are plastic or wood, if the planchette (laughs) spells the word Zeus, it is a demon trying to come through, (laughs) and you should not even say the name, never mind continuing to communicate with it. Boy, that that factory where they make those Ouija boards, sorry. I am not finished, Paul continues, (laughs) all hell could break loose, If the demon attached itself to anyone and follow them around, nasty spirits can scratch and attack people and should not be messed with as people could get seriously hurt. So I was gobsmacked when I saw that Poundland was selling these Ouija boards and was profoundly shocked and
1: just fuming really end quote. I just have a hard time imagining, uh, you know, for all of our British listeners, I have such a hard time imagining them, like, upset and screaming and angry because the accent would just make it difficult for me to imagine. But, uh, you know, what about the factory where they're making these things, just stamping them out, like, every five minutes, Ouija boards
2: just flying through the assembly line. The manager's like, I mean, only one in five. One in five are, you know, mystified and taken over by Satan. That's
3: my guarantee to you, the customer. This article, even, this thing gets even <laughs> fucking better. Read it. Tell us. <laughs> and I quote. <laughs> and we will not even touch Ouija boards. We only have mediums to do that. I, I get to use a British accent. <laughs> who are trained as they are too dangerous and Jesus you don't know it will entail using <laughs> them. He continued, we only it's use glass to communicate will, with the spirits will. and that way. Everyone in the paranormal <laughs> spirit field is angered. The risks of untrained I gotta stop using this accent. <laughs> no, <keep laughs> untrained people using Ouija boards is That's unimaginable and so ludicrous that Poundland is selling them off. On Halloween night, the veil into the spirit Ooh. world is very thin, and people are buying these Ouija boards just for Halloween. So I dread the thought of what will happen when these boards are in the wrong hands. Oh, God. This, dude, this
1: British dude is like into going it. off. Um, <laughs> you know, I thought uh, Ryan Buell from Paranormal <laughs> State was pretty crazy, but this nah. guy I is mean, He's, look into these
3: it. These ghost people like. I told, I, I said it on a previous podcast when we were talking about the Asane Asylum. I don't want to downplay or be dismissive of somebody's personal experiences, um, but I don't buy Ouija boards and ghosts and all that stuff. So we, we want to ask our listeners, um, with... With this story coming out, it being October, Halloween around the corner, and um, this guy being so infuriated, the fact that Poundland is selling Ouija boards, (laughs) uh, a (laughs) multi-faceted question. One, do you guys think Ouija boards have any sort of legitimacy, or is it just a toy, and have you ever used one? And if so, has it ever... No, don't bullshit us here, okay? Come on. Don't bullshit me. We got our zone cue. Don't bullshit me. Have you ever had it? actually move because my my th- thing is that anytime you have multiple people playing a ouija board somebody's pushing it and they'll i didn't push it <laughs> it's it just me my- yeah you did <laughs> you pushed it i don't think look i, I think we all, should try it on people the b- can believe in ghosts and stuff like that i believe in physics okay Fair. You and your
1: maths, <laughs> you Fair. and your physics.
3: I think if it's, it's going U- to move, somebody has to push it. You, you quiet. <laughs> I didn't do so hot in math. <laughs> killed it in debate and philosophy though. Math oh. me no good. Do you guys so anyhow? Do you guys believe in Ouija boards? Do you think uh, they have any sort of magical power? Have you used one? Any experiences? We want to know your guys' thoughts. I've seen it we move. We want to hear what you guys have gone through. We've seen a move, but we are on a boat, so I think it was just the waves. Uh, that's not. But that did the doesn't
1: spirit count. make that wave happen? <laughs>
2: Shut, the, <laughs> shut up shut yeah, up. That's an excellent point. I didn't shut think up. About. Just
3: shut up. of that. Just shut, shut up. Speaking of shutting up, Vince McMahon oh. in the news again. <laughs> Just can't get uh, enough money. Vince McMahon in the news again. So if you guys haven't seen this, WWE superstars are now finding other ways outside of their contracts to make money. And we're legally. not talking legally. And we're not talking just endorsements traditionally like you'd see soft drink companies, shoe companies, mm-hmm. clothing companies. We're talking about money with uh, sites like Twitch or apps like Twitch and uh, Cameo. And so a lot of the WWE superstars who have built their name in, in respect in the industry, to the WWE yeah. from you know their, their place in the wrestling industry are using avenues outside of the WWE to make their own money. And Vince McMahon is not happy about it. Andrew, tell us a little bit about what Vince says he's going to do to these guys. Well, actually, Quinn has the inside scoop Quinn, on that. tell us.
1: From, from my understanding, whatever money they make <laughs> on their various deals, whether it be Twitch or Cameo or whatever... Uh, that money's going to be taken off their downside guaranteed. So, like for example, if you're making what do you mean, a, like that, what's downside like guarantee like, like, your if yeah, like? If you're making hundred, like if you're making a hundred grand and you make, you know, ten on Twitch, well, you're going to make ten less on your contract. That's so you'll get some
4: bullshit. How does I would Vince even I don't keep how track, they get them
1: to sign it or how whatever? would he even
4: keep track of that? Well, legally they have to. I would imagine they have to go. And this would be great to have Huron for this to kind of explain a little bit more. But I would assume they have to renegotiate a contract because you can't just be like, well, you know what? I'm going to add this in there and not have your signature kind of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's
1: it's totally bizarre. And it's just like, I mean, I get from the standpoint of like, look, these people are who they are because they're WWE superstars. Nobody would care about them if they weren't. Nobody would watch them on yeah. Twitch or any of their YouTube well, shows. Maybe page. I mean, they'd be lucky to get the numbers we get and we're yes. superstars. So bear that in mind. But anyhow, fact is, they're making their money because of the WWE. I just don't see why the You've WWE has to get a piece of it or why they would feel they have to pay them less. Like, I, I'm not seeing the connection. Well,
3: I, oh, I feel like the connection is that the name that they're going off of is a name that was built uh, in the WWE, yeah. on the WWE. But right,
1: but they're not costing them any money. But that's
3: the thing. Is, but know? they're using... it's it's Intellectual their, it's property. Intellectual properties. Yeah, You're using the name to sell and make your own money. All oh, those writers, great ideas. Uh, no, think they'd be able to come up with some sort of split that weighed heavily for the athletes. Like Vince come in and say, hey, not for nothing, but you're using our name and the likeness and things like Mm -hmm. that. So you know what? You're going to give us 10% of whatever you make or 25% or some sort of split. That way Vince can make more money. Now I get this way. He's saying, you know, I just have to pay you less. So technically he is making money or saving money if he's not paying you, but it just goes to him being like old school and not being able to adapt to the times. Um, it, it feels very mafia don. <clears throat> it, does. It, it does, but that's the WWE. Yeah. I I think uh, on in their defense, there would be concerns about how they're portraying themselves it, yes, on you know Twitch saying, yeah. and how they're portraying themselves in Cameo and whether it went along with their characters and who they're supposed to be portraying. Now imagine like the undertaker or somebody who's not that he would, not that he yeah, would have yeah, ever yeah. done it, but like doing a cameo. Hey, Billy, happy birthday <laughs> from the undertaker. <laughs> you know, it's like, ah, Oh, hey, I just, just ruined your, your storyline <laughs> yeah. for survivor series or, or whatever. And so
1: be a professional. Damn it.
3: Oh, Would you oh, go that's turn time. that? Would you go turn <laughs> that off? Right, Keep wait, going. Wait, 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 no. But but so I I understand. Look, I understand these athletes saying like, "Hey, this is money we're making." Vince being like, "Yeah, but you're making it because off an identity of that I own." Yeah, that I um, gave you. That yeah. I gave you. Right. And the WWE, as far as I know, does own you know intellectual property. On, do. on their names. They basically and he Vince their owns their name. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yep. So because um, like yeah he name. got money from john cena from when
4: he did like the marine or something
1: <laughs> the marine 12 well because yeah, he
4: used because he used the name of john but isn't john cena that's his, his real name real but name. vince yes. owns the real names of these people too yeah. so that's the catch like, so Bro, that's my real name. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it,
3: except for the
1: guys who trademark it, because I would assume that Andrew's favorite wrestler, CM Punk, must have did that because he was still able to go as CM Punk.
2: Well, yeah, well, because oh, he was well, he was CM Punk before he got to WWE. Well, but a lot and of those guys like that, were. Yeah.
1: A lot of them had you know their same names.
2: Some of them, not all yeah, of them. Smart move. Because like Kevin Owens you know. was Kevin Steen, yeah, and now right. he's Kevin Owens. Yep. I mean, no, Sami Zayn was all generical. Yeah, but
4: it, it's El just... generical.
2: <laughs> it it's a, true. A mute luchador.
4: Yeah, that was pretty funny. Oh, yeah. I wish for those days. But, <laughs> I mean, to, to the superstars' point, yeah. at what point, I get they're grateful, right? Because, like you said, Vince has given yes. them a platform. Otherwise, no one would really care. But there is a contrary to that because some of these guys had a name on the indie scene right. before WWE. Obviously, WWE got them elevated, got them more money then uh majority of the indie scene probably would, but they'd still make great money on the indie scene because of social media now and the way they are yeah, able to promote are the peop- themselves. Are the people on the indie scenes making money doing this? Yes. Yeah. There, well, well, there's a
3: handful yeah. that actually yeah. do I mean, not
4: need AEW I'm, or WWE yeah, I mean, prior you take guys, to the pandemic. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. you
1: take guys like take AJ Styles and Finn Balor. I'm 100% sure those guys were making a pile of money overseas, Japan, Impact, oh, whoever yeah. they would get money from. Um, I'm pretty sure that if Vince didn't offer those guys like half a million a year, they probably would have just walked right out the door and said, "See you later. I'll make more than that, you know, easily, mm-hmm. and without all the hassle." So there is something to be said for that. However, the number of guys who are like that is very small. I mean, most of those it's guys, beautiful. it's it's all WWE or nothing, and that's all they're that well, they really have.
2: It'd be like if you're an NFL superstar and you were like doing these Twitch things, and then like the Packers came to him, you know you're making so much money off of that instead of on us we're going to have to take that out of your contract and keep it right in yeah. our pocket
1: but they're not the uh Aaron Rodgers isn't an independent contractor <laughs> <laughs> right. like our favorite wwe you know that's the, where that's where it's
2: a fine what, just, line is that independent contractor yeah just make them
4: full blown employees and be Give done them healthcare, with healthcare i mean how much more could dental. it really cost you know well what were you saying uh now is that 100% fact that they're saving a million per, well raw cost a yeah, million or yeah, so nope. and now
1: yeah, the last numbers I saw to do an episode of Monday Night Raw when they used to go out to arenas and travel and set everything up, it was a million dollars an episode it cost the WWE. Since they've been broadcasting from the Amway Center in Orlando doing the Thunderdome, they got that for $450,000, From the time they started till I believe it's the end of October, I think it runs through. So, I mean, right there, they're saving at least yeah. But how much are they they losing
3: from ticket revenue? Like, are they they're saving money producing the show? That's one statistic. You go, well, we're saving money. Well, okay, so we figure. But you're not, you know, they're doing like. Are they coming out ahead? That's what I want to know. There's a difference between we're saving money producing the show. Right. Like the actual yeah. production of the show, whether we, if we go to this stadium and we produce a show, not even considering the fans, we just yep. produce the show, it coats it costs this amount of money. Now we go to this place and we produce it because the the screens are all set up, everything's set up, the chairs are set up, it's everything's set up. We're saving money producing the show. Well, I want to know if that's just producing the show is saving money, but what are we, where are we coming out as far as at the end of the night with ticket sales and revenue and things yeah, like that? Yeah, I mean, that? I
1: think you could do some fuzzy math on that. If you figure 10,000 people go to uh, a Raw or a SmackDown, and ticket prices are anywhere from 40 to like 300 say for average ringside. Ticket
3: the average ticket price you know? is 100 So add a zero, what, about a million bucks in ticket sales? Well, be a hundred thousand, wouldn't it? If you take ten thousand people and you put one one zero on it, that (laughs) would be a hundred thousand. You put another (laughs) zero on it, it would be one million.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, but you do have your costs of you know everything else, so it's. I don't know. Either way, I think those they're arenas still arenas probably coming out ahead right. because it was 450 grand for one shot for all those. So, I mean, they're saving money. To your point, are they saving a raw, you know, it's the subtraction or whatever? What would, probably yeah, not. That's it. Yeah. So but, the question I got for you guys. But
2: people are still probably paying for those seats, though, in the Thunderdome now.
4: Aren't they paying for The, to, the
1: virtual? Yeah. No, I, I don't, don't have, you have to pay no, for that. You no, pay no, for no, you don't pay for it. You got it's like a lottery to get in there. Yeah.
4: So the one question I got for you guys. Now, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, redefined guaranteed contracts, right? There you go. Are we going to see... <laughs> see that again? Are we going to see a new wave of somebody in this current... Maybe this uh, year, explain next year, the year explain after? To me their guaranteed contracts. I'm they, a casual fan. They would have fan. to I be casual, so, so the casual fan, back in 96, name. Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, there was nowhere near anyone getting a guaranteed contract until those two came along to WCW. Well, now there's rumor that someone had a guaranteed contract in WWE, but it was nowhere near as lucrative as what Scott Hall and Kevin Nash got. But those two were classified as the guys who trailblazed guaranteed contracts. Moving forward after this year, with all the you debacles. didn't explain.
3: I asked you to explain it to me. You literally didn't explain <laughs> uh, uh, what it was. Guaranteed contract.
4: So guaranteed contract. Dave, you're getting one hundred thousand dollars <laughs> guaranteed. No matter. I what. thought that. I thought that was kind of clear on the downside. Right. Wh- it what was, he was guaranteed. Saying. Like if you have an injury yep. and you're not wrestling, yes. it's guaranteed. Whether hurt pre- or not, that's, whether you're on the show or not, you're getting get Example that's, for money here: one million a year. That's guaranteed. why there was,
2: That's why there were such shitty superstars for the invasion angle because they were they would rather sit at home. collect the money from AOL, Time Warner, than
3: actually get brought in to WWE. that's rough to pay guaranteed contracts. Somebody blows out
4: an ACL, you're on the line for paying them all year, and they're not performing? Yeah. Yeah. But now my question is, is, since those guys started that movement way in the mid-'90s, with what's currently going on this year with all the cameos and twitches and salaries, are we going to see someone step up and be like, hey, No, this is what needs to happen. There, there would have to be a huge star. Here's nobody has to be a huge star. Nobody has
1: a star power. Here's
3: what's going to happen book it. Listen, here's what's going to happen. It just came to me. Vince is going to find a way to monetize it all. It's not going to be cameo, it's going to be like WWE shout outs. Oh, okay, (laughs) where WWE takes a percentage. And then yep. why, why do Cameo when you can do, <laughs> do WWE shoutouts outs And then WWE can... Uh, okay, it's through them. It's all as their characters. They None of it is it. as the actual individual. They can control it, things like that. Um, and then as far as Twitch and things like that, like contract saying okay if you're on there you have to stay in character it has to be you have to be who you are you're you know you know what i'm saying at the time like if you're Mm -hmm. a heel you're 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 talking trash when you're doing your thing if you're a face you're doing this but i think eventually happy birthday i think it's so i think it's so new think about how new it is like twitch like making money Mm -hmm. like you're going to make money having people watch you play video games. That's like 10 years ago. Like, wait, I c- you guys are getting paid? <laughs> like, I've been doing this for years. <laughs> i doing this for years. You want to
2: see Quinn suck at Metroid? You can watch it all the time. But yeah,
3: uh, to, to answer your question, I think yes. I absolutely think it? that this it is, is really going to be been. a new thing and that WWE is going to have to keep up because of the fact that these superstars don't want to just leave money on the table. They don't want to not, like, hey, look, this is it's money that's... short lifespan. This span. is money that's out there to be made. This is a short lifespan. Let us make our money. And And if Vince wants to come along and say, I own your name, I own this, I have rights to this, cool, that's fine. (laughs) Take a percentage and let me still make money. Don't just be like, you can't do it, you know? Make money. Have some sort of contract that says, you know (laughs) what, this is what you're allowed to say, this is what you're allowed to do. But look, if you want to go off on your own and do it as, uh, I don't know, what's, what's Paige's real name? Uh, Something S- British. Saraiha or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so she can go Sriracha. off and do Twitch as that, you know, whatever, <laughs> S- fine. Sriracha. But you're not a WWE superstar anymore. Yeah. As long as you're on WWE's payroll... You should have to look the NFL. and Granted, it's not the same thing as far as endorsements and stuff, but with codes of conduct and things mm-hmm. like that, like when you're part of an organization, <laughs> you're expected to. Are we the only professionals on this podcast? Oak? I was just I think checking. We, we got to wrap this up here. Okay. Pretty I was going to say, why guys want to go home here quick?
1: Mm-mm. Okay, but yeah. So just in closing, we look for Vince to take over, have his version of cameo, probably uh, figure out a way to keep getting his money, and maybe the superstars can hopefully make some money. I say just make him employees
2: and be done with it.
1: I agree. They basically exactly. already are. So. Because they're taking away money from
4: the outside. I get the business side of Vince, but he's still that's still not right, I don't think.
2: Exactly, buddy. You've heard it here first from the Oak, so Vince... No, he won't. WWE shout-outs. You heard it here first. Mm -hmm. I I can see that. That's brilliant, kid. That's brilliant. You got a a future. Now now can you puke into this bucket? (laughs) Huh? You need some coffee? (sighs) You gonna be sick? All right. So there you have it for another classic episode of the Bad Medicine Podcast. So from the left to here, we have Diamond Dave (laughs) Damone, the Appleton Oak, Mason Quinn, and the answer. Good night, now. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe,
1: bang that bell, smash the subscribe button, leave us a comment below. We want to hear from you.
4: I was going to say, and don't forget to check out our video of the One Chip, chip Challenge.
3: These coming. coming. These it's fools. Coming. These fools.
4: Give, Give me two. two. Boom.